Greetings, soul family, and welcome to the Cool Ass Conversations podcast. I'm Big G, one third of the podcast team. We also have Oshawa Nicole and Johnny Holmes II, aka Apostle. We thank you for tuning in as we embark on another cool ass journey. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Okay, now we are officially back for another episode of Cool Ass Conversation, the podcast. And today's topic is working deliberately and not hard. Yes. You know, we have this meme that we have to put up pain for gain, that struggle is virtuous, that, you know, there's no honor if you're not taking yourself through the struggle or if you have a struggle to get your success or, you know, we have all these things rolled into the sayings that we have. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're toxic. Really. They are symbols of trauma culture. <laughs> We've mm-hmm. talked a lot about that over time, but it's time to reframe them, to shift them, to realign them to a greater truth, a higher truth, as well as um, to package them in a frequency that serves us better from a perspective that serves us better. And when we are working deliberately, you don't have to work hard. Now, it doesn't mean that you won't do some things to facilitate what's coming for you or to maintain it once it manifests, right? So this is not to say that you don't have to work at all, because I think a lot of people in the metaphysical community think, oh, I just have to think good thoughts. I just have to expect good things and I don't have to do anything. But thinking is doing as well. Speaking is doing. Saying Mm -hmm. things, framing things, asserting things are doing. And then we take action on the things that we establish in our belief systems. So all of this is going to lead to do. And when you're feeling good, you actually get inspired to do things and you always want to take the inspired action, which is a way of working deliberately, because when you're inspired to do something, it feels good. It's natural. It's often effortless. It's usually it really, really well timed. So you're not even feeling like you're working, even though that's technically putting in the work from a deliberate creator perspective. Um, and it's, it doesn't have to be hard. It's not a toil. It's not resistive. It's not something that, um, makes you feel depleted or exhausted. It doesn't require a high energetic input from you in order to do it. Cause you're not going against your own grain. Absolutely. You're following your flow. Absolutely. And often it just seems like the natural next step. Um, I became familiar with a similar phrase mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was working at uh, UPS, aka UPS, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's posted all it's everywhere, and it was work smart, not hard. Yes, and uh, basically, it, the the premise was about safe work methods and what would enable you to be productive but not hurt yourself. You yeah. know, and it was about using the proper movement and that produced a better result. Absolutely. So you were able to lift and do all of the things that you needed to do, but it was doing them without a, a negative motion that yeah. would either hurt you or waste time. And I think being deliberate about mm-hmm. your intentions is exactly that. Yes. Doing those things that will cut down the amount of time that it takes to do things and also uh, net you a more positive result. So yeah, deliberate is working smart. And as you're saying that, it's also coming to me that this is also about sustainability, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're working safely, you can sustain the range of motion longer. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I always frame it as, am I setting myself up for success? I think of it in terms of, I want, I always want to set myself up for the greatest amount of success. 
what does that look like? First of all, it has to be sustainable. It has to be something that I can easily maintain, right? So it can't be something that requires a great deal of effort because if it does, that's not sustainable. You're going to have to have rest periods. You're going to have to have recovery time. You may have to, like you said, um, nurse some injury that is caused by the overexertion or the extended Mm -hmm. exertion. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's really about efficiency as well. You know, nature is a highly efficient system and we are, part of that system your body is a system your breathing you know um Mm -hmm. system in your body is a system your circulatory system it's all very efficient and it all serves multiple purposes and it all works together so if you think of things holistically and you're considering the whole system of things it's easy it's easier to accept and understand how you fit into that when you are seeking to work more deliberately um, with greater intent, with greater focus and being present of mind that goes so far. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's the only way to work safe is to be present of mind. And (laughs) trust me, absent mindedness can end you up hurt real fast. Oh, big time. Yeah, my, tra- my tradition says that a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So you, you look don't at be to be unstable, yeah, <laughs> right. don't, don't be focused. You know, don't more, don't be, leave your luggage. Be focused on more than one thing, you know what I mean? Right. You say, my girl, about your luggage. <laughs> That's it, don't leave your luggage. Remember the story about the, <laughs> lost, the dude that left his luggage because he was on the phone everybody else was packing up the truck. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Absolutely! <laughs> yes. Absolutely! Great, great <laughs> absolutely! You'd be somewhere like, "Well, my luck, like, hey, right. man, that was <laughs> you were on phone." You didn't Exactly, exactly. And I, I think the word that I I kept that kept escaping me was efficiency, and that's that's yes. definitely um, being deliberate is is the most efficient thing, and it actually makes things it makes life easier. It really does. When you become practiced at it. Yes. Now, at first, it might seem odd because it's like, be deliberate. Okay, what does that mean? You know, but you actually, when the when the cooperative components start forming around your deliberate intention, you'll see that things are a lot easier. Absolutely. I think it's also important to point out that when we speak about the deliberateness, that your intention, your deliberate attention should be on things concerning you. Right? And, and how you feel, which is why you oftentimes remind us to, to make sure that we are moving in the direction of our highest intention, uh-huh. uh, things, things that are our highest excitement. You know, it's very important to be on, on in harmony with yourself. So yep. when we talk about being deliberate, you know, I think you can also be deliberate about what's going on, uh, giving attention to the things that others are on being deliberate about that, which can ultimately be a distraction. Absolutely. You know, uh, taking you away from the deliberate focus that you should have on yourself. So I just wanted to make sure I was distinct about that. Yeah, it's about what you are attending to. Because remember, That's we right. had the discussion last week about attention right. and intention. Right. And attention energizes where intention informs. Mm-hmm. So when you're deliberate, we call it actually deliberate intent. When you're operating with deliberate intent, I don't do anything. I don't say anything without deliberate intent. So I'm very selective about what I'm broadcasting energetically, whether it's through my thoughts, through my feelings and through my words, you know, and I love um, in the seven spiritual laws of success, chapter five, Deepak Chopper is talking about intention and attention. And he says, intention lays the groundwork for the effortless, spontaneous, frictionless flow of pure potentiality, seeking expression from the unmanifest to the manifest. Mm. So intention is what is required to achieve an effortless path. You know, when you can operate, when your intent is pure. Now, if you're operating from fear, your mm-hmm. intentions are not going to yield results that you that feel good or that feel effortless. 
it's going to yield a lot of resistance. It's going to yield things that are hard that you have to struggle through. If you're, if you're expecting that, if you intend to cause harm, you will be harmed. Mm -hmm. There are no exceptions to that. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. you know, it makes for a tough road. However, when you're intending to allow, when you're intending to act compassionately, when you're intending to to treat others with empathy, when you're intending to sow love wherever you go, then that is what must be returned to you. The cooperative components. Yes. So what I also love about this, when we're talking about intent, is understanding how important your words are. We've had so many discussions about this on so, in so many different contexts. And I wanted to bring up the word abracadabra because it's a pretty powerful word. When you look at the um, Aramaic origin of this word, the meaning of which is I will create as I speak. Um, and it's a really... Abracadabra. We're talking about the word (laughs) the magicians say right before they make something out of thin air. Exactly. Exactly. Because that's what you, I I will create as I speak. I will manifest is what you're saying. I don't think think I've ever heard anybody define that word for me. Okay. Interesting. And that's Aramaic. Yeah. Create as I speak. Create as I speak, and it was used as a healing charm, but it's actually, like I said, a manifestational tool. And when you operate from the basis of understanding, when you have that premise, I create my own reality, I create as I speak, my words matter, then it causes you to be to pay more attention to those things, and it gives you plenty of opportunity to become more intentional about how you wield them. You know, I love that that word is associated with creation because abracadabra is, you know, we always associate it with magic and we do use our words to cast spells and that's why they call it spelling. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You know, okay. That would be, that was one of them. I was today ago when I figured out. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Wow. That's why they call it spelling. You know, because our words cast spells so when we whatever we speak what we're saying what we repeat what we allow others to convince us of you know especially when we're adopting the vernacular of other people you know i don't let other people put words in my mouth um now that doesn't mean they can misquote me all day but i'm not about to say those words you know um, yeah, you put a, you bring a whole new meaning to I'm not going to let you put words in my mouth. Yes. <laughs> that, that brings a whole new meaning to this right now. Right. I take my power back on that. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Like, like, like really, really being. But, but let me go back even yeah. further. When you talked about intention, you talked about intention, something about the energy. Um, yes. Go, please it transforms. Go back say so, that again. So attention energizes. So mm-hmm. when you pay attention to something, it gives it energy. Energy is what keeps something solid, manifest material, what keeps it there. But when you apply intention, that's what actually changes the thing. Mm. So whatever you put your attention on will grow stronger. Whatever you take your attention away from will wither, disintegrate, and disappear. Mm -hmm. But intention, on the other hand, triggers transformation of energy and information. Intention organizes its own fulfillment. And what that means is intention is the trigger that causes manifestation to occur. It also causes something that you don't like to transform into the version of it that you do like. It's the very, yes. It's the seed of creation. Absolutely. I see that. I see it. I see it. Well, well broken down, Curtis. And I can see that even being more so in relationship to now spelling mm. and now to the, the words that I speak, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. when we understand that intention is the seed of creation, 
right? Yes. This, this shows the intention also shows the relationship between thought and word. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. It's not just the spoken, but it goes deeper than that, which is why you oftentimes talk about imagination. Yes. Okay, go ahead. I'm just wanting to kind of, you know, roll that back out there because I see a relationship to your imagination. I see it a relationship to your feeling. Yes. How you feel. So if your emotion is 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 aligned back to agreement, back mm -hmm. to alignment, when you get all these things in harmony, yep. you know, then you really can become the divine creator that mm. you are seeking in your life. And ooh, now ooh. you'll see the manifestations more readily, more steadily, and with less effort. Yes. Because you become more deliberate. Go ahead. Yeah. So when I find myself in a situation where I feel like I'm working hard, where I'm putting a lot of effort in, it's like, oh, I got a lot of stuff to do. I stop. I'll be like, nope, I'm going to stop right here. And I may take pen to paper. I will sit. I will write. I will speak. This is what I need to happen right now. I will reorganize my thoughts and focus my words in some format. Like I said, it can be written or spoken or simply thought to realign my understanding of what I'm really seeking to achieve. So I will make a claim. I, I will say, okay, I'm working really hard. I'm, I'm doing all this busy work and it's wearing me out. I need to stop right now and get focused. What is it that I'm really trying to accomplish? And then you can even go so far as to say, what is it that I'm willing to do right now and focus on one thing or two things? I would say, keep it simple, scale it back, and then delegate the rest of that to the universe. Okay, universe, I really need you to get some things organized. I need you to, you know, like if you say, and just to give a real world example. So today, I have, I had all these things that I wanted to do, but then I was like, nope, if I leave the house, I'm going to spend X amount of hours not doing other things, right? So I want my day to be a bit more efficient. So I was supposed to meet up with you guys. I was supposed to meet up with another friend, possibly drop someone else off and you know, drop some things off with them. A third person wanted me to come by and help them with something. But yesterday I was like, all right, I need a little more downtime. I would like for my day to be more simply simple. Right, right. So I got a call from the one friend who wanted me to come over yesterday. And she was like, you know, maybe this weekend isn't a good time. Great. That's out the way. Then mm -hmm. I connect with you all last night to say, hey, what time are we getting together? And one of you was like, well, I really need to be remote today. Perfect. I don't have to leave the house. That saves me about four hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then I talked to the third person that I was supposed to connect with today who I needed to go in the opposite direction of every, all my other traveling to do some things with. And they were like, yeah, today's not going to work out for me. Boom. Right. I suddenly have all this time back in my day. Right. Now, I didn't have to sit up and figure out, come up with stories to tell people and make up excuses. I didn't have mm -hmm. to get sick so that I had a reason to not leave the house. I mean, but people will manifest stuff like, oh, man, I got woke up with a headache. Right. No now doubt. I can't no leave. No but, you know, and Absolutely. that stuff will manifest for you. The universe yeah. is always acting on your behalf and becoming a cooperative component to whatever you're saying you want. So if you say you don't want something, but you're also feeling guilt about it, you mm -hmm. might have some stuff that may manifest personally, physically, you know, in your body even sure, sure. that will take mm -hmm. you out of the running. But right. I don't, I, I don't have time to be sick. I don't have yeah. time to not feel well. I don't that's have time. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, that's also hardwired into my belief system. My well-being is always intact. Right. So, yeah. Um, you know, I just wanted an easier flow to my day so that I was not pressured to do anything so that I could do the things I really want to do and focus on a couple of things I need to do. And I wanted it to be done with ease and effortlessness. And that's exactly what I have manifest. So, you know, what you speak and how you go about things, because we use our imagination really badly. We use our imaginations to tell ourselves crazy stories about all kinds of things, all kinds of people, all kinds of situations. 
that are absolutely unnecessary. And most people are really good at manufacturing their own drama. They do not need your help. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I saw, um, you sent me something where the guy was making balloon art. Yes. Uh, and making statements with the balloon art. Mm. Mm-hmm. They were so good. <laughs> I looked through one of them and it, it just it, it resonated. You know, I had one of those John moments where it was like, mm, speak to me. <laughs> right, like preach. <laughs> and it says stop putting out fires for people who crave flames I was like wow Mm -hmm. Uh, I was Uh, like wow okay (laughs) yeah Yeah. you know and and that 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 energy that you you spend because you think you're helping someone Mm -hmm. but that person craves the type of continual uh, drama or you know what I mean just the chaos that comes with that you know some people don't know how to exist without the chaos because they've existed with it for so long it's comfortable it's familiar it's known they know what to do with it they already have these pre-written scripts of how to respond to it where they eat where they go what they wear when they're in it (laughs) I mean but yeah, we will build a whole monument to this no, stuff. D- no doubt. But that's because they haven't discovered deliberate intent. Yes. You know what I mean? As a matter of fact, I'll give you an example. When you're moving around or whatever and you bump a table uh-huh. and you like something is on the table and you like, oh, and it falls. And you uh-huh. say, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like, no. You put that in your imagination when you bump the table. I hope that thing don't fall. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Or I know that thing. Damn, I know it. I know that thing about to fall. You know what yep. I mean? And it's like, nope, stop doing that. Yep. You bump the table. It's like, oh, I'm going to catch that. You know what exactly. I mean? Or, nope. It's all whoop. right. You know right. what I mean? Or just move. You know what I mean? Because be, I, I promise you, there have been a couple of times where I bumped something and it fell off the table and just my reflexes, I caught it. I was like, oh. You know, right. like, like you didn't even know you could catch it. It's like that's what I'm talking about. Like, there we go. Yeah, you know yes, I mean? yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. I just I've become more conscious of saying those little things. Absolutely. When you know thinking about the worst possibility, I knew that was going on. You know what I mean? It's yep. like stop prepay that's prepayment. You know what I mean? That you're going to have those those traverses and I, I'm, I'm trying to remove those impediments from myself intentionally yep. you know what I mean uh, yeah and one of the so I'm looking at this message that I sent you and it has such really good messages in it one of them was don't settle for less just because it's available <laughs> because that's all you see or that's mm-hmm. all you know mm-hmm. or that's all you can imagine because you haven't right. even tried to uh, like there is no try but you've never even attempted to imagine something else you know you know because you imagine some folks create such monuments and obstacles right with their with the premises for example just listen to what you just said um don't create uh or don't settle for less because that's all that you know is that how you mm-hmm. say that that's all yeah. it's available that's all it's available, all yeah. it's available or because right? it's available yeah because it's available so when you think yeah. about you think about what the stories that we tell ourselves right mm-hmm. if you tell yourself that this is all that's available mm-hmm. then this is what makes you settle yeah <laughs> absolutely back to yeah, absolutely. back to the energy and the attention the thing see because she said when you give attention to a thing you energize it you make it real Yes. You concretize the thing in your consciousness yep. because you continue to give attention to that premise, that yep. same old or the paradigm of it, you know, the model that has been molded or demonstrated before. But this, this as I was listening to Cuz talk earlier, one of the things I really heard from, from one of our past conversations was when she talks a lot about um, something about um, to your limitations. Fighting for your limitations, right? Yes, arguing for your limitations. I, yeah. Arguing for your limitations. I think about, I was thinking about that while you were talking, because when you don't have understanding of this deliberate intention 
and the creative mm-hmm. power that you possess, abracadabra, right? Mm-hmm. When you don't, when you don't, when you don't realize <laughs> that fact, right? Then, then whether you're deliberate or not, you're creating and recreating more of the same. This Absolutely. is what I believe Albert Einstein was saying, that no problem can be solved by the same consciousness that created it. Absolutely. Because an understanding, a revelation in my tradition takes an eye opening for you to, to, to recognize at some point that if I want to manifest something different, then I need to be more intentional. I need to be more deliberate about how I speak about what I'm speaking and, yes. and and understanding that that I'm giving to what I speak uh, fortifies it. It concretizes it in a way that I don't have to doubt the fear. So when you start talking about the fear attachment, you start talking about the expectations. I, mm-hmm. I hear, I can, I, I hear where a, a difference now comes. And because yes. there was such an association that I had to a lot of these words before yep. um, when you used to use them, um, I'm like, what is she talking about? Like, why, right. why is there, why is it, a, why is that a bad word? Why is that right, bad right, right, and, and, right. And, you know, and, 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 and then I would go look up the word yeah. and I would fight for the limitations of using that word. Not that I still yeah. couldn't use the word, but understanding yeah. that what I was fighting for was my willingness or my unwillingness to to accept that that I was I was fortifying a reality that I really didn't want. I yes. really was. I was making that be instead of having the courage to say, okay, now wait, what what is she saying now? Okay, let me look at this word again. Let me re-examine mm-hmm. it. Like let me reimagine. Let me reconsider what Cuz yeah. is telling me. And when I did began to do it, expanded my consciousness in a way that I started to see, oh, so here is what she means by efforting. Now I'm I'm working hard because I'm not realizing that if I was more deliberate, then I can I would I can remove all this effort that I'm putting yeah. in to try to make this thing manifest. But mm-hmm. but but if I if I butchered any of that, go ahead and clean that up. I just wanted to to jump in there because I was hearing the 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 whole fighting for or arguing for your limitations uh, while you were talking about it earlier. And I see clearly in my life how doing that has kept me again from not being so deliberate and not seeing the things that I really desire to see. Right. Hold on. Wait, like I have to I have to comment. Yes. This this is it this is here we go again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Last week it was ID8. This week oh, is concretized. Wow. They use it twice. Too. <laughs> what you tell me? Because that's a deliberate creation, right there. I'm writing that down. See, O-N, C-R-T. Is it I-Z-E or is it I-S-E? You feel what I mean? It's a word. I think ideate is a word. I'm not saying that they're not. I'm just saying these are words. It's like it's like it working really out. Is. He's expanding my my vocabulary <laughs> horizons. I'm just trying to I'm That's just trying right. to keep up. That's you do right. what I mean. And to yeah. concretize is to make something concrete. So you're making yeah. it no real. You're giving no specific no. or definite form to. That's what the dictionary says. I'm so. not critiquing. I'm impressed. I'm, I'm right. loving it. I'm just no 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 no. I'm just I'm just drawing attention to it. The magnified to give it. The, you know what I'm saying? The, what the, 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 I, and what I love it is we're talking about words mattering, right? Words yeah, materializing. Absolutely. And so yeah. that word actually means to make material. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly he right. pulled it out the ether to like uh, yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. check him out. <laughs> right? That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You and know, what though, I, I'm talking about. Oh, go ahead. Okay. No, I was I'm just gonna go ahead. You go, you go, you go. I wrote mine down, so I got my. Okay, all right, all right, cool, cool. Let's see, I gotta start doing it. <laughs> I, you know, I had to, I had to say it before I begin it. No, but, right, right, uh, right. I was just thinking about um, accepting things just because that's all that's available, or mm-hmm. I, yeah, and I just an too. example of that, yeah. it, you know, because so many times. You accept what's there because that's all you see. Yeah. You know what I mean? As if there 
there is not the ability to create or manifest something different, something more to your liking. And I was just going to give an example of it. Remember, uh, you said that you went to your favorite restaurant for French fries, you know, Yes. and you asked for your fries a specific way. And they're like, oh, we don't have that. Mm -hmm. But but because what you created in your own mind was so enticing, they were like, hmm. Well, let us revisit that. Okay, well, we can do it the way that you like it. And that was just your special thing. But then they added it to the menu, I think you said this. Well, the lady tried it. So I'll just tell the story because I don't know if we ever told this on the record on the podcast. But so there's this little hot dog spot near my near my house about a block and a half away. And, um, and it's kind of, it's a little greasy spoon. It's, they don't even have seating. They have some seating outside for the summer, but you just literally can walk in. It's a drive up, you walk in, you grab your stuff and you go. So, um, it's a limited menu, but they have these really awesome fresh cut fries. And so when you go get a uh, order of fries, they give you this big greasy bag of fries. That are amazing. I would bring them home and put them in a bowl with like some barbecue sauce and eat them with a fork. <laughs> so, and you can get them with cheese on them or something, but I never do that. What I was doing though, was asking them if they could add grilled onions. And sometimes I have them add grilled onions and jardinier peppers. And and the lady was like, one day I went in there to get my fries. And she was like, you know, you keep coming in here ordering these fries with <laughs> grilled onions and jardinier. She said, and I tried it one day. Oh, my God, I'm never going to eat them another way. <laughs> <laughs> and I was That's like, I'm fine. walking out going, oh, my God, they're going to have a new menu item because of me. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, but they'll, and so now when I call it, order them, they know exactly who's ordering. She's like, okay, she already knows what my drink is and how I like my burgers and stuff. No doubt. That point is just, you know, if you just simply accept what's there and you think, well, that's well, man, that's all I can do. No, you know, if there's something that you want to have manifest, you have to put it out there first before the cooperative components can form. You never know. Exactly. What pe- you know, what people will say or will do, will, will be willing to do, you know, if you yeah, or put it out there. And how you're acting on your imagination or expressing your imagination inspires mm-hmm. someone else Absolutely. to do so as well. When okay. you free your mind, you are always giving others permission to do the same. Well, that's Absolutely. a fact. And that's one of the things that you've done repeatedly for me, because watching you you know, with such enthusiasm and such excitement, um, express and say repeatedly, oh, I create my own life. You know, I used to think mm-hmm. Cuz was lightweight, you know, hysterical. You know, I know I got some family members that's a little tight. Yeah, you know, he does sound a little polyamorous. Come on, I'm pretty optimistic, but like, come on, son. Like, this girl just goes out into these rampages, and I'm just like, stop it. But 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 you would do it in yeah. such a casual, such a, 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 a organic way. It was not something that seemed forced. It was mm-hmm. it never said. And so that I would sit back Always and observe inspired. you do yeah. it, and and to the point you just made, that's exactly what happened. It rubbed off on me. Now mm-hmm. I can't tell you that I just sit in rooms full of people and 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 have rampages of abundance, but <laughs> I, I I I can tell you that just in a training I was in just last week, you know, um, I I find myself being far more like you in ways that that have inspired me before. So mm-hmm. yeah, it definitely something that rubs off on you. You know, who who doesn't want to see themselves creating? more readily, more steadily, Absolutely. you know what I mean? Who doesn't want to experience the finer things in life? I mean, you know what I mean? I, I, you, you know what? I used to get, get irritated with people that I used to think good fortune was just always happening to them. Not right. that I was ever a hater. I always right. was happy, but it's like when you saw the same people yep. always, yep. you know, always winning, coming up, always mm-hmm. winning. So like, cause when I first started coming around you and we, you know, I traveled quite a bit mm-hmm. and I remember you, you know, you started telling me, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to start uh, uh, something about first class. I forget how you word it. Oh yeah. So but, I, I want to get used to flying first class. Right. <laughs> and then, then like, like, I can't mm-hmm. say since you made that statement a year ago, 
I know at least two or three times I've seen you a text from you. Yep. Uh, oh, they just upgraded me to first class. <laughs> like, yep. What? Yeah, I just, I just got three out of four flights first class in the last couple of months. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. So, so, so to right. see you continue to manifest what you've already stated, I create my own life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's gonna? Who can debate with you? Who can argue that point? You well, demonstrate when, that you, when you think about how infectious it is to be pessimistic, to be fearful, to be um, scared of stuff, to be um, outraged. We are happy to infect others with our trauma, mm-hmm. right? Right. right. <laughs> Absolutely. And we have a culture of that. I mean, we just had a whole yeah. four-year political cycle of that nonsense, yeah. Yeah. and it's and we're still living with the consequences. This stuff yeah. is it's it's got a life cycle itself yeah. out at this point. So I'm not sure what mm-hmm. that end game looks like, but I want no parts of it. Because what I also see is in the midst of all that amplified fear is we also have an equal or even greater amplification of a desire for love in the world, for more love in the world. So when you were talking about, you know, like Einstein talks about, you can't solve a problem if you remain in the consciousness that created the problem. It's because you're never turning the other cheek to see the other side of that coin. There's never a one side coin. If you have dark, there's going to be some light somewhere. Mm -hmm. If you have fear, there is a version of that that is all love. And my job, my work, my preference, my Mm -hmm. spell is Mm -hmm. to seek that love, to find that love, to speak love into it, to understand that I have to detach enough from this version of it that I do not prefer, that I do not like, that I do not want and focus or create or feel my way around to the the version of it that I do want. I have to be before I can have. Mm-hmm. Beingness precedes experience. You cannot have a change in experience until you shift your consciousness. Your consciousness has to be in harmony or on the vibration in the vibrational vicinity of that which you seek. Otherwise, it cannot come. So I can't sit here being worried. Oh, am I going to be able to afford this? Am I going to be able to get what I want? Am I going to have enough? Mm-mm. Okay, universe, this is what I got. I'm going to make this work, but I need some more coming in real quick. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I just go straight to the version of it that I, I need to happen. And it's funny because... Um, I was just talking to some friends yesterday about, you know, you don't always have to manifest from you, you can you're manifesting 100 percent of the time, no matter what. So yeah. we're not saying you got to be happy to manifest. I'm right. saying you can manifest with attitude. I do it all the time. I'd be right. like, uh-uh, I'll, I'll be looking at some crazy stuff happening in front of me going, oh, hell no, that is not going to work for me today. <laughs> I need this other thing to come in. Like, I need to be safe. I need to be happy. I need this to be way less efforting right now. I need it to be comfortable. I need an easy and effortless. When I'm in sitting in traffic and people are making me swear, because I will <laughs> swear when I'm in traffic, <laughs> as soon as know. I get that swear off, I'll be like, Mm-mm, my path is free and clear. Yeah. And it opens up. Yeah, I um, I read somewhere about astral projection. Yes, <laughs> and they they basically talked about okay, it's not necessarily about flying through space or whatever <laughs> you yes. know, what I mean, from one location to the other. Yes. but it's more about training your consciousness to see yourself yes. in the other location. Yes. You know what I mean? So if, let's say, like in the the example of traffic, if you're driving in traffic and you may have a ways to go to lessen the time, you see yourself pulling into your driveway as opposed to seeing yourself magically, your car lifting up above all the other cars and like flying to your house. You just see, you just see yourself, imagine yourself pulling into your driveway in the comfort of, finally made it home exactly before you know it you're pulling into the driveway like damn that took way less time than i thought it would because exactly you projected yourself to your future location i've i've been in situations where i've seen myself doing a particular thing yes 
sitting with uh, one of my friends watching TV, right? Yes. Now, I was somewhere, it had nothing to do with that completely, but I'm like, man, I really want to be sitting, you know, chilling with the homie watching TV. And then I caught myself in a surreal moment when I was actually doing it. And I'm like, stop playing. You know what I mean? I mean, same seating positions, (laughs) almost like I saw myself on the couch, you know what I mean, at that very moment. It freaked me out a little bit, like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. you have I those moments real. where your manifestation <laughs> will freak you out. You'll be like, "Ooh, I just said that. <laughs> exactly. But it's exactly. kind of awesome. And there's never going to be a point where, first of all, that was a perfect example of pre-paving. So let me just say that. That's what? Okay. Claiming your reality. That's a, a perfect pivot because you added mm-hmm. visuals to it. So you had the visceral sensory input to go along with it, which causes you to emote around that, right? It gives you a, specific, mm-hmm. a particular feeling. And once that signal is sent out, then it must come because the universe is going to mm-hmm. return to you, whatever you're broadcasting. Um, but it's also a really um, important step in engaging your imagination you always have that available to you and we don't use it enough um, I wanted to go back to this uh, this set of memes one of them that was on Facebook said stop mistaking shared trauma for compatibility now we could do a whole segment on that and we might have to because <laughs> that that gets into relationships but it also means Check your premise. Check your base frequency. What are you broadcasting? What do you? What's your signal? What are you sending out? Because again, if what you're sending out is based in fear, pain, um, a need for safety or validation or something like that, or need to feel secure or something like that, what you're sending out to the universe is this: I don't have this to give, so you must send me more conditions that continue to make me feel like I don't have this and and we'll think it's compatible because it's comfortable we know what to do with it it's exactly what you were saying if you're manufacturing drama because that's all you know and that's all you know what to do with and so you Mm -hmm. associate it with familiarity and feeling good and I always say qualify if if it feels good if it feels good it is good but you Mm -hmm. have to you have to really qualify what feeling good is well you can't just have a warped definition of that right 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 and make it work right that's right absolutely i mean you can get used to some crazy conditions (laughs) and something slightly less crazy feels Mm -hmm. better than that absolutely (laughs) but that's not still crazy exactly exactly (laughs) you gotta be honest with yourself about that stuff you know what i mean settle settle for a slight upgrade you know what i mean like i like i really i really enjoy pulling a knife out of my back it feels good it's like well it might feel better than getting stabbed but you know what i'm saying or letting the knife sit there but it's not a good thing yeah, let's try to live where that's not even an option. Let's try not to get stabbed in the first, right? <laughs> exactly. in the first place. Let's just avoid right. it all together. You know what I mean? Right. Just a thought. You know, just a suggestion. <laughs> I think I think when Cus you spoke something about the whole cultural piece, um, you know, and how to be from a culture or part of a culture, but not feel a need to be forever compatible with every aspect of that culture, right? Because there are certain aspects of of my culture um, that I'm not in agreement with. Certain things that I refuse to align with, things Mm. that I refuse to abracadabra, continue to speak, you know, into existence, into my my spheres. So um, there's a certain mindset that seems to be compatible with, that same culture, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, um, a way, like, because a lot of what we talk about on these conversations, I feel is quite antithetical, you know, to Absolutely. the deliberateness that we speak about in this particular topic, right? Even because yeah. when you consider, um, you know, how we were talking about watch what you say, you know, I literally hear casually a lot of things spoken over each mm-hmm. of us all day, every mm-hmm. day, that, mm-hmm. that does not support the type of lifestyle or quality of life that <laughs> many of us say in a rational state of mind we want to experience. 
Right. Exactly the opposite in most cases. Exactly. exactly. So. Mm-hmm. Really yeah, and like I said, that. you know, people are free to say whatever they want out of their sure, mouth. Sure. That's right. But I'm That's very right. particular about what comes yeah. out of mine. Yeah. And 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 I and just because I'm hearing it from them doesn't mean that I either have to I don't judge it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to make an opinion about it. That's I don't right. I don't have to go into agreement with it. That's right. You know, there's That's so right. many things that we do to draw into our experience the things we hear from other people and when you understand that you don't have to you can just see it you can observe it without getting involved with it that's right that's a powerful perspective that's very 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 true you know i love to have a conversation even about the subjective versus the objective um, um, approach to things, right? Mm-hmm. The, the the way we look at just look at things, period, um, and and the way we entertain and associate meaning to things. I think the more we unpack and and break down, like we did today in today's conversation, mm-hmm. this whole notion of being deliberate, how we did about intention versus attention. What yep. the energy does, how it concretizes those things, those very things, and and how intention deals more with the seed of creation. Oh my yes. goodness, you broke that thing down. I'm gonna go back and listen to this probably two, three more times this week. Yeah, because that I see so many things that 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 have just come together for me so beautifully in my conceptualizing how to get to the manifestation. Yes, and, and I think explaining it the way you did and in, in, in the way in which you did <clears throat> really, really clear some things up for me. So I really absolutely. That. And I would love for you to speak on just from your experience, because you're you, you just started this journey in this way. Now, th- sure. this is not the start of your journey. You've been right. alive. No You've been having no experience. Everything no led you to this path, to this absolutely. interaction, right? That we started absolutely. having some months ago. Yeah. So, but since you've come into this information, um, the transformation feels now the results that you get and how you're feeling along your path may be very dramatic, yeah. dramatically different than what you were getting before. But as far as your actual belief system, it's, I feel like it's been tweaks. It hasn't even, I have not, you have not disavowed yourself of everything you ever learned. You yeah, just understand. I, I feel like you just understand it all much more deeply. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's probably the better way of stating it. It's like ways in which I was looking at what I was looking at. Um, it's giving me another way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and so it is reforming, you know, uh, my beliefs in many ways. It is uh, reconstructing <laughs> some things mm-hmm. as well. I won't, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm one that probably is more of the revolutionary. I look to abandon uh, things once I feel like I no longer need them, but I've come, I've come, you know. Here's, here's a funny thing, because I feel, okay. I have always said to people, um, they're like, how do you know all this stuff? I said, I have always been willing to relinquish everything I think I know for a new level of knowing. Yeah, right, right. You know? And I think that's the yeah. degree of courage that I've embraced, especially yeah. with this, because, and, 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 we, and I'm going to, I'm going to put a comment in it, because a lot of it is tied to the whole fear based attachment yes. you know thing that you continue to talk about so we need to get into the the uh, uh five uh levels of attachment yes of attachment i'm yep. really I, I don't know if you sent that to me yet or whatever but i'll probably yep. get you on that some this week as well yeah so yeah i want to just keep going on and on but it's some good stuff and i'll have no problem unpacking my my travels yeah i just wanted you to to comment on how your experiences have changed since you've experienced since you've started to learn this stuff because i know my experiences continue to change but they continue to be more aligned with what i want i feel like i'm manifesting more quickly these days no sooner that i'm saying something and it's coming but i'm also very well practiced at getting out of my own way and releasing attachment to stuff I don't want and catching myself in the act of something, you know, kind of crazy. So, you know, it, it really does 
have um, it, it just takes on a different context when someone is at the beginning, I don't want to say at the beginning of their journey again, for lack of yeah, better words right. on that, yeah, but you. someone yeah. is really learning to apply this now consciously, yeah. deliberately, Yeah, you'll see a huge shift in how your life starts to shape up before you, how it starts to materialize around that. Right, right. Um, and then I, I, there was this other, we were talking about memes earlier, there's this other one that came across that I love so much and we may have to again dig into this in another episode but healing also means taking an honest look at the role you play in your own suffering Mm -hmm. and again this goes back to understanding that you create your own reality and most Mm -hmm. people really struggle with just that fundamental belief because Mm -hmm. they don't want to take responsibility for all the stuff that they have created and the things that they continue to create when they are doing so from a fear-based perspective no doubt about it how we are maintaining the status quo in our own lives that is so mm-hmm. yep and yep. it goes right back to the words you speak understanding that your words right. have meaning and you do not have to work hard at this at all but you do have to work with deliberate intent that makes that's all right. the difference that's right that's right yeah. I have nothing to add. Yeah, I think we've captured that pretty well today. Um, no let's go ahead and, and close it out for now, and we will take up the next topic or the next couple of topics because I think <laughs> we've got some things to elaborate on from here. Oh, um, no doubt. But until next time, happy manifesting, everyone. Indeed, be deliberate. Grace and peace. Wow, we reached the end of another episode of the Cool Ass Conversations podcast. Where does the time go? Well, on behalf of myself, Ashwin Nicole, and Johnny Holmes II, a.k.a. Apostle, we'd like to thank you, and we appreciate you taking the time out to listen. Please subscribe to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media on Instagram at Cool Ass Conversations. So, until the next time, stay cool.